Hello and welcome to Pumped, the inside podcast by Schwalbe. I'm your host Tobias Wogan and I'm talking here with Schwalbe athletes from different disciplines, from downhill to cross country or from triathlon to road riding. And today I'm talking to Thibaut Ruffin, who is managing the commercial Makov team together with his brother. In this episode, we talk about his job as a manager and why the team will stay 100% French for the next couple of years. Hey Thibaut, thanks a lot for taking the time to do the podcast with us. Where are you right now? Uh, hey Toby, it's a, it's a pleasure to, to be part of it. Not really used to that, but I'm going to do my best. <laughs> uh, I'm in Quebec, Canada. Uh, it's snowing currently, it's cold and uh, yeah, winter. I mean, you are French. Why are you... <laughs> Why are you moving What or move <laughs> to, to Canada, to, to such a cold country? Uh, just uh, yeah, simply simple reason. Just uh, Quebec, uh, Quebec girls. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I met I met my girlfriend uh, racing in Mont Saint Anne um, in 2014, and uh, yeah, she made me made me move over. So, <laughs> yeah, here I am, living in Quebec. Just uh, just bought a, a house a few months ago actually, and uh, yeah, enjoying life over there. It's pretty cool. It changed a lot from uh, French Alps, but. Uh, Yeah, amazing riding in the in the summer. Obviously, less easy in the winter, but uh, still pretty cool stuff to do. Okay, that means you're most of the year in in Quebec, or do you spend the summer in in Europe and then move to to Canada just over the winter? Um, no, it's pretty much fifty fifty, I would say, because of um, well, like in normal times. Uh, first of all, like when there's no COVID and uh, yeah, just normal life. Um, I yeah, it would be around like 50% of the time, 50% like in Europe and 50% in Quebec. Mm -hmm. um, you know, team camps, uh, races, just takes a lot of time, obviously. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, just obviously a lot of travel and uh, a pretty bad um, cabin footprint on my own. But uh, yeah. yeah, just try to do my best to <laughs> to, to to stay like good on this point but uh, yeah it's not uh, not always easy you know so that might that means you're not traveling too much in winter time and try to sp stay more or less on one place and uh, moving around the, the whole rest of yeah the i'm i'm trying obviously like winter we still have these team comes going on yeah uh, but you know like for example this week the guys are in the in italy in Saromolo for for like a short camp mm -hmm. over four days. And, uh, you know, I didn't take part of this one because, you know, going to Europe for four days doesn't really make sense. Yeah. So that's, I'm just trying to go for the main ones and, uh, yeah, making the most, most of them. Okay. So together with your brother, you're managing one of the most successful teams in Donald World Cup, the uh, commercial Makov team. How did it come to this? Uh, That's a good question. <laughs> um, like I would say, we've been lucky to to have the, the to work with the right person at the right time, and uh, just like yeah, like a, yeah, just things just fall uh, click together like when it needed to to click together, and um, yeah, it just started as we always been like my brother and I. 
in a, like a racing life. Uh, before racing bikes, we were racing uh, alpine ski at a pretty mm -hmm. high level. And uh, we both, so obviously I'm seven years older than him. So I turned to mountain bike uh, earlier than him, than him and, uh, you know, race, starting racing uh, World Cups and, uh, and stuff. And then he switched also from ski to, to bike World Cup. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think just being in that race atmosphere forever just somehow help us to better under, understand what racing is and uh, maybe set, setting up something, you know, right for the riders where riders can feel well to perform and, uh, and uh, yeah, just having this in, a, in the right environment mm -hmm. probably brought us that success, I would say. And uh, yeah, again, just... Well, it's always been like a family team at the beginning, because my pa our parents have always been very involved in our in our sports. I would say, mm -hmm. and uh, you know they take the other riders as the kids as well, and uh, they give like my parents are still coming to the race and helping the team out. To okay. you know, my mom is cooking, my dad <laughs> drives the truck and do all the little things around to to help, and um, yeah, you know. They just we we just do our best to 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 have everyone happy and uh, in the best condition to to perform. Yeah, but and, uh, obviously, yeah. Was it always yeah. your plan to do um, a World Cup team after your professional career, or how did it come? No, uh, again, I was like far for. I, I, When I started um, Riding Addiction, which was the which is the name of the company right now, mm -hmm. uh, who, who runs the commensal team, uh, the idea first of all was just to to do a team for myself. Uh, at the beginning was the so back in 2006 um, uh, when I started it, it, the idea was to do my own team for myself to go race World Cup. Uh, with the sponsors I wanted to work with and try to do a good job representing them. Um, obviously, I never had the level to to be like a World Cup contender, uh, podium contender, or mm -hmm. or something. Just you know, I've been around top 20 for most of my uh, my career, but never better than that, I would say. Mm -hmm. But uh, it just started slowly, and uh, and a few opportunities when Miriam. Uh, Miriam Nichols' previous team, uh, which was the giant French team, mm -hmm. uh, stopped and uh, she found herself without a team at the end of 2009. Um, I just suggested her to, to join me in the team and uh, it was basically the start of the next chapter because I think the next year she was on every World Cup podium in the women and the following year she won our first World Cup and she and the first World Cup for the team obviously yeah and uh yeah from that things just went bigger and bigger we uh so my brother started to race as well when Mariam uh, came arrived in the team um so we were from one rider to three riders uh two years later Remy Thirion joined us And, uh, and that following year, he won uh, Valner World Cup yeah. in 2013. So from that, it really came from the next level, I would say, and uh, everything became more professional. And, uh, and yeah, here we are. Like, uh, yeah, it's it's you know, pretty cool to see the, that from a, a more or less private team to one of the most professional, most successful teams in the, in the business, 
it's really cool cool to see and and these days i mean you're not only one of the two managers of the team you're also still competing in some world cups right <laughs> yeah yeah I'm, I'm i'm still trying to compete <laughs> <laughs> but how do you manage that in terms of time i mean it manager is a lot of work yeah uh, for sure and it's uh, it becomes more and more like over the years uh, obviously the team gets bigger and bigger so it's it's more and more work and uh, obviously doing all the work with my uh, with my brother helps a lot to be able to to race again mm -hmm. also we have like um, a super staff around us uh, like everything working super everybody i work works super hard and uh, do a really good job which helps us to to to, to be able to still be on the bike Mm -hmm. And uh, I think it just we we want and we uh, we still race because since the the very beginning we love what we do we love the sport and we love racing and um, that's also what helped us to 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 build this team and uh, and get where we are I think we're just passionate about passionate about um, about the sport and we want the best and you know. Since we, we started to, to win, somehow we just want to keep winning as bad as we, as, as we can, you know? So, so yeah, just uh, it's a split, a correct split of time. And, um, you know, racing helps us also to understand more what riders' feedback are. Yeah. And uh, it still helps us to better understand the, the sport and how it evolves every, every year, I would say. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's uh, that's understandable. So, um, what exactly is your job as a team manager? Um, on my side, I'm more doing like all the sponsor things, uh, yeah, you know, uh, negotiating deals and uh, and uh, every sponsor relationships, mm -hmm. um, as well as uh, product development. So with the sponsors, uh, in relation with the team technicians and engineers. Mm -hmm. Uh, so it's mainly, mainly this, um, as well as managing the riders, uh, at the camps, at the racing, at the races, sorry. And, uh, pretty much in the everyday life. Mm -hmm. Um, and my brother on this side do more like uh, logistics, just uh, setting up everything to to make the, the World Cup run, like the season run smoothly. Mm -hmm. So that means um, your job is a lot before the season and between the races. But what yeah. um, what do you have to do on the race weekend? Um, yeah, race weekend, you, like you said, most of the, like the big part of the of the job is uh, is pretty much from November to to when the World Cup starts, actually, when uh, when the World Cup starts, everything is pretty much done, and you just have to get the ball rolling. Um, yeah, at the at the race weekend, we we just don't want to change too much of our our habits. Uh, I mean, when we are at the races, we just let it flow, and uh, don't we don't want to, to to bother too much the riders with uh, with goals or just crazy briefing on what they have to do on the weekend because yeah. uh, since we're working all together for a while we know what we what we want we know what we have to do and uh, you know there's never like um, a kind of motivation problem that mm -hmm. we know that everybody is here to win and 
do their best for it. For it. So that's pretty much it. You know, we, <laughs> I wouldn't say we're like easy at the weekend, at the at the racy weekends, because uh, it's always like work and stress but uh but if you have your job yeah. done right in the off season and before and after the race you have a quite a a chilled weekend yeah that's that's pretty much uh, that's pretty much it yeah like i would say there's never like a like big problems happening like uh, organization problem yeah. happening at the races so um let's touch wood <laughs> we never know about her. yeah <laughs> so if we see you at the races the whole team looks super familiar and also away from the races you do a lot of stuff together how do you put your the whole team together away from the the racers i mean um, all the stuff the mechanics and uh all these people how do you yeah get these people i think just the the so over the past we we've tried we've tried to to have um like foreigners, uh, foreign riders in the team. Uh, we have uh, Kiwis with Cam Cole and, uh, and George Bernigal, which, which which was uh, great experiences because they was they were both super guys and uh, we had a lot of fun with them. Mm -hmm. But over the years and uh, the experiences we had, uh, we felt that it was going to be a lot simpler to work with uh, with French speaking people. You know, mm -hmm. just uh, that point because even when we had Uh, we had uh, Cam and George. Uh, still, 90% of the team wa was French, and mm -hmm. um, you know, even if we were doing our best to speak uh, as much as possible English with them, and uh, you know, it was working because it was uh, we all speak pretty well English, and uh, it was okay. But there were still some odd moments when, when you you joke between French people, you just uh, go naturally French, and. Yeah. Uh, Some, sometimes we're just feeling weird and um, <laughs> from that point we were just like okay let's try to build something with uh, with the most talented French riders or at least French speaking riders and uh, and get around that and I think it's it's some somehow hard to say for the foreigners that would want to, to, to join that team but uh, I think it makes our force because obviously going French means that We know each other for for we know each other out, outside of the races mm -hmm. and um, and uh, yeah just these profiles that we have we work with them for for a long time and we try to build long time relationships and uh, we were friends before that they were in the team and uh, okay. it just like just made things even stronger to have them in the team and leave all these like amazing moments we can have at the race, you know, when uh, when success comes, just like crazy to leave all of this together. And uh, yeah, not only with the riders, but just the, um, the staff mechanics, like all the people involved, it's, it just makes us even closer than we were when we started it all, you know? Mm -hmm. Okay, that's pretty cool. And, uh, that, I would say that's not the secret because it's nothing crazy, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's just how it is, you know? I mean... When everyone speaks the same language and um, have more or less the same mentality, I think that that helps a lot, huh? Yeah, I mean, just uh, yeah, just the cultural point of view. Also, you know, we are French. We all think the same. Uh, we all, yeah, we we are the same, and uh, yeah. it's maybe a bit uh, 
how would I say, strict or straight to say this way to, and to feel, to, to think this way, but that's uh, somehow how it is. Yeah. And, um, and yeah, we just understand each other. And uh, I mean, maybe just um, the other riders from other countries says, what does these French uh, guys have to, to win all these races and all <laughs> this? I mean, I think we all that that killer mentality when it comes to racing that we want to, to win so bad that we want to do everything we can to make it happen and uh it's maybe a, a french thing as well i don't know but uh <laughs> at least it it works pretty well so, so far so but for, yeah, we try to keep to keeping this way but for commercial a brand who sell the bikes worldwide um wouldn't it be better to have a team with riders from different parts of the world than just french riders or Do you have any plans to to add more international riders to to your team, or is really the idea to stay as French as possible? Um, no, so, so far, so we have uh, we have actually resigned the current uh, roster for the next three years. So I don't see any big change coming soon. Mm -hmm. um, luckily, Comensal have uh, there's this race. Uh, Uh, DNA and they have like uh, quite a few teams uh, racing at the World Cup and uh, amongst them there's there are a few like foreigners riders and uh, I think it helps them to be to be to be more like internationals in some way and um, just having the some headquarters like a bit everywhere in the world just help, help to, to build the brand like uh, more globally mm -hmm. and uh, and it's a discussion we had with uh, with Max also back in the days and we were like okay going international is good can be good with the riders but uh, winning races just it's even better you know <laughs> even if, if we are all French you know yeah. Okay. so yeah that's the idea yeah so that, that's cool so you're um... You're not a factory team like um, some of the others. You're, um, yeah, a private-owned team, team with a lot of good support from the sponsors. But what is the difference between a factory racing team and a private-owned team? Um, yeah, I think just the, the, the credit card of the of the company, I would say. <laughs> uh, no, I think it's. Um, I've we have always worked as a as a private company and uh, not a factory team so I couldn't really say what it is to be like a factory team because I've never been uh, mm -hmm. so I'm probably meeting something uh, about that but uh, I would say just the name and, uh, and like you said like I said the, the credit card that changes because yeah. uh, obviously we're super close from Comensal and uh, we work as we would be the factory team you know the support we have from the, the brand is uh, is huge and and pretty much limitless and uh, and yeah it's nothing bad to, to work as we, as we work right now and uh, it's also leave us choose the, the brands we want to work we work mm -hmm. with the, the partners and uh, have the yeah pick the, the brands that we feel have the same value and uh, the same approach as we as we have and uh, it's a it's a good way for us I think it's the The way that works for us and uh yeah yeah so that's uh that means you have a little bit more yeah you, you can decide 
by your own what you how do you want to build the bikes or how do you what do you want to build the team and work with them that yeah is, uh, absolutely Obvi obviously it's uh, it's always a uh, a discussion that we have with commensal since they have the um, they are the main partner and uh, and uh, their part in the team is pretty big mm -hmm. uh, we have to keep in mind that we we need and should work with brand that they are working with as well and uh, try to facilitate the um, the, the business relationship uh, with them and these brands but uh, but again we have above all we're looking at performance and uh, working with the brands that <laughs> that want to go further with us you know yeah and yeah, that's cool so looking on your team you're rarely buy good riders or hire good riders um, but you have a lot of riders who become really good in your team so Thibaut Taprella uh, for example who's one of the yeah the, the biggest talents in the sport now but um, as I know they, he started a little bit early in, in your team when he was not on the very top how um, how does it come that they that they grow in in your team to some of the the best athletes in the world. Um, oh, that's a good question. <laughs> to be honest, no, I think uh, all these guys, all the riders, have that raw talent that uh, you can't make and you can't produce if it's not there. You know, mm -hmm. uh, I mean, other than that, it's just the support we can offer and. Um, Again, the the involvement and knowledge of the of the mechanics, the the engineer, and uh, what my brother and myself can bring them in terms of uh, racing knowledge and experiences we had, because obviously we are we are older and uh, and more mature kind of uh, racing wise, I would say. Mm -hmm. And uh, I mean, just like again, a combination of everything. We try to, you know, we try to bring. To bring our best to them and uh yeah bringing them in the best environment to to perform it's always the same story and uh but again they are it's the it's these guys that are on the bike and in the start gate and uh on the track until the finish line and uh, they are talented yeah. uh, for sure and above all and uh yeah but i mean all the time you're able to find riders who have this talent is it How do you scout these riders? Is it why you're still racing and you have a different view on the rider that you see something in the riders and you think, okay, that he could be one of the of the top guys in one or two years because he already had this talent, but when he learns a little bit, oh, yeah, how does it how does it work that you that you get these riders? Um, in, in France, it's quite uh, I would say quite easy because we have a good uh, race circuit like uh, the French national circuit is pretty is pretty uh, I would say pa packed up and we have quite a few riders and uh, you know with the top guys taking part of these races as well uh, on most of them and it's good to see when you have the youngest riders um, racing against the top guys to see where we are, where they are mm -hmm. comparing to them um, with time and uh, just riding style also and uh, It gives us like quite a good idea on who can be who can be the next. Um, also, there's that <laughs> I don't know that uh, that 
Riders production in the in the south of France, which is pretty um, <laughs> pre pretty pretty interesting. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's that that club um, who's been run by um, by Louis um father uh, Jean Pierre, uh, who's called US Kine. It's the name of the of the club, and you know, um, there is Loïc, um, Loris Vergier, Thibaut Daprela. Um, our new riders, Hugo, uh, our new rider, sorry, Hugo Marini, uh, who's going to run in junior this year, mm -hmm. who come, comes from this, from that same club. And, uh, <laughs> I mean, they just put a lot of effort, uh, bringing their kids to the top level before they, they, they are picked by a team. And, um, yeah, I mean, just, they just have all these talents from that uh, part of the south of France, like even before Loïc and, uh, And Norris, there was uh, Vuillos, there was uh, Fabien Barrel, these uh, stars of the sport that these kids grew up watching at, just uh, was really, I think, helpful for them and yeah. uh, was a good, uh, they have good role models to, to follow, I would say. Yeah, we, we always joked around and said, um, there's something in the water in this particular oh, yeah. <laughs> region because so many good riders are from, from there. Yeah. That's yeah, you, you have this um, this bubble, or, or you have that one, and the, the Pierrot family bubble. You have yeah. to bubble in France because <laughs> the, the the Pierrot brothers are actually like quite interesting. Like all three are like uh, crazy fast on the bike. Yeah, because Amory is Amory is fast, obviously, but his brother Baptiste is a. Uh, is not bad at all either, and uh, the little brother Antoine is is pretty good too. So, I mean, like. I would say all these three could uh, could be in, like I wouldn't say if not on a World Cup podium on Sunday, but at least in a top in a top in a top ten on a, on the same race day. Yeah, that's a, that, would happen. At that, point. That's a good uh, family effort. Huh? So that's a it's <laughs> a good yeah. goal. <laughs> um, Maybe not a water a water problem. <laughs> <laughs> So, how is it to work with with riders like Amory, who's really on the top top level? Because such riders needs, of course, a lot of support um, to really find out these these little things. And um, on this level, just the really little things makes a, a huge difference. Uh, did you had to change anything in your teams with the riders getting better and better? Uh, Not really. We just uh, obviously we all learning along the way because uh, you know yeah we we all started small and we get bigger so every day is a, is a new day and we learn from it so we try to adapt and get better like even if we are at, if we are at the top we just try to to improve everything um, just the same like we we try to improve products obviously but we try to improve the way we work every day so. Yeah, and working with these guys just uh, obviously on the technical side is uh, is great because they f they have a feeling on the bike which is uh, which is kind of next level and they feel almost like a lot of like almost everything and uh, we can we can improve and work on every details during the off season and at the races and uh, yeah it's I mean it's good for the sport because it it just pushes it like further and uh, to the next level and uh, we saw how much in the past few years it get it gets to another to another level again you know mm. i mean downhill is becoming more and more professional um and at the races 
the the smallest things makes a huge difference. Um, especially suspension testing and all that stuff. I mean, there's a lot of stuff going into a race run and specialized for, uh, um, for example, they testing a lot on the racetracks and having these crazy uh, machines on their bike. Um, what are you do? What are you doing to uh, to keep up with uh, with them or be even faster than them? Um, I mean, it's just um, a kind of way you approach things. Uh, I know that, you know, specialized and especially um, Loic does a lot of um, data acquisition at the races. Um, I think it's also a way that kind of routine. Um, Loic knows that his bike is perfectly set up when he knows that Jack, his mechanic, has access to the data and set up and set it up perfectly from there, you know. Mm -hmm. um, it just maybe a, a kind of way you approach things. Um, on our side, it's a bit different. I know we, I, I would say at most of the World Cup, we use that acquisition system, but probably less than Loic. Mm -hmm. We use it for, for like a couple runs to, to get some, uh, some, uh, some feedback from the track, from the machine. But we try to also get, so we try, we, we get a really good feedback from the riders and we prefer to go this way and, uh, and we feel it just like as good as using, as, as be too much on the, on the data acquisition, you know, it just for us, the best way is to find the right balance between, uh, between these two and, um, and yeah, just, uh, again, we, we doesn't mean you, if you're not using data acquisition, it doesn't mean you won't have the best setting you know yeah yeah i mean i think uh, you, you can the find end, the, the, the right point i mean on the end it's a it's a rider who has to to ride the the bike as fast as possible yeah. and uh, and not the machine so uh but what makes a good rider in your eyes apart um from riding your bike fast down the mountain oh it's uh, i would say technically they 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 must like i would say the top riders they are all pretty much the same. Um, and uh, I would say there's like 50, 50% um, technique and yeah, like the, the rest is mental. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it, it just, how oh, oh, um, oh far you feel you can push on the race run and, uh, and just also physically, they are all the same right now. I mean, the top 20 or even more, they have the, the same physical capacities. Obviously some have better qualities than others, but it's all very close, I would say. And uh, mm -hmm. what's really differs, it's obviously they, they are skills to, to push further in a race run and, uh, and to, to play with that limit and stay on it as long as possible. Mm -hmm. Has it become easier over the years to run a team because sponsors see um yeah the impact of the teams and um and everything that that comes with the team or has it become more difficult because you need a lot more money to to keep the team running and um and be on the on the top of the game um yeah obviously every, every all of these factors um come to play you know um it somehow become more easier because we had good results so it's easier to get 
better sponsorships. But obviously, we have good riders that win a lot of race. Uh, so we need to pay them a lot more. And yeah, um, yeah just like everything is pushing up and uh, we have to we have to follow obviously um, like luckily the I would say the bike industry is going pretty well even if it's complicated with all the COVID situation and all this but um, we're lucky to, to work with uh, with really understanding and uh, really supportive brands and uh, that helps us to make it happen because without them we, we, we wouldn't be there for sure so mm. No, it's. I would don't say it's more complicated. For sure, it's a lot of work to a lot of work, a lot of discussion, and a lot of um, commitment. Because we're not only taking money and uh, and win race, we also help these brands to 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 go further with the products. Because yeah. I think we have a good knowledge to to share, and uh, and it's also super interesting to to work this way, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's... and get close to these people, you know. Yeah, oh, that's cool. That's really cool. Yeah. Um, what are your goals with the team for for the next years? <laughs> uh, winning, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Always the same. No, I'm uh, we, we're like kind of a psychopath um, with it, but you know, we um, we won men's overall um, two three years ago. Um, Miriam has been world champion and won the overall um, in 2017. Missed it for nothing and like a dramatical <laughs> end of the season along with Thibaut uh, yeah. last year. So obviously we want to make it to make it up and um, yeah, be as as good as possible and uh, yeah, as performant as possible. And you know the the ultimate goal and dream would be to to win it all you know it's <laughs> the more years are going by the more it's going to be difficult because the level is insane and uh, yeah. like there's a lot of good riders and uh, even in the men and in the women it's it's crazy you know so we're working hard and we want this you know so we're doing that, doing our best but we know it's never going to be easy mm-hmm. is it harder for you to, that you know a couple of years ago we showed up at the races and then we had a really good result or, or we're winning and uh, that's a surprise and now these days you show up at, at the races and um, everyone expect you to win is it harder for you mm. mentally as a manager i wouldn't say it's it tires me but it's somewhat just just like a, a expectation that I put on myself and uh, and I think we all put on ourselves in the team that we already won and we want to win again. I, I think we don't really care about obviously the sponsors who are on the back uh, wants us to win, but we don't feel that pressure, you know, they don't mm-hmm. put that pressure on us. And uh, it's just like a pressure that uh, like, the team staff we put on ourselves to perform as good as possible that the riders put on them on them on themselves to 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 perform as as well as possible you know it's it's yeah we we don't people don't really ask us to be there yeah or at least not directly but we want to you know yeah yeah that's uh i think that's the best thing you you can do huh yeah, 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 definitely. When the motivation and I, comes from, and I think all these these guys, all these sponsors know that that 
they don't have to come to us and say, hey, you need to win that race. <laughs> <laughs> we know that and we know that we are here for that, you know. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So thanks a lot for your time and it was super interesting to talk to you. And uh, Yeah, it's a pleasure. Yeah, maybe we uh, we talk again when the when this season is um, is kicking off and you have the first results already. And uh, Absolutely, whenever. So thanks a lot for your time and uh, talk soon. Bye bye. Thank you, Toby. Yeah, thanks. Bye.